0: People ask me, I mean I get this question quite a bit. Christy, you're a very busy person. <laughs> why are you doing all this? Why why have you taken up this cause? Why are you so passionate about it? And you know, how how have you decided to make this a priority for you and, and for for what you're doing? And you know, I initially started this journey a few years back. Based largely on a powerful personal experience, and in my experience going to dispensaries, looking at inventory, getting my own education, I just I felt like there was a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of stereotypes, um, and I really felt that it was important to disseminate accurate information. And I'm constantly learning, right? So I'm not a you know. Um, I'm not a medical professional. I'm abreast on a lot of the research. I try to keep myself informed as possible, but I'm always learning and I'm changing my point of view and I'm coming around. And I, it, again, it's been such a powerful personal journey for me that that's really what started me down this path. What's kept me on this path are community stories. It's experiences that I've had talking to individuals about low dosing cannabis for a variety of reasons and having them come back to me and tell me their stories. So I'd like to share a few of the stories that people have shared with me in the context of low dosing. So the first story is a gentleman. was um, a co-worker of mine. And I have been starting to talk to people. If, if you watch this segment around some of the social stigma, you know that I've experienced my own journey kind of coming out about my own cannabis use. So I was just kind of shooting the, you know, with my colleague at work, and he shared a very personal 35-year-old professional uh, male who felt like he was really relying on alcohol too much. He had, you know, not an alcoholic, but, you know, definitely having a beer after work every night, at least, you know, a beer after work every night, sometimes more than one beer, um, reaching a certain level of intoxication, kind of falling asleep, having really bad sleep, and just generally feeling really like hung over the next day, right? Again, not really at the level of what you might consider alcoholism, but certainly, you know, maybe um, pattern behavior that just wasn't healthy for him. And I said, you know, let me tell you about so low dosing cannabis you know, what that means, less than five milligrams of THC. Let me tell you about a product I really like. Um, again, you guys have heard me talk about this. It's a, a PetroMint product that's two and a half milligrams of THC. I said, let me just like, let me just try it. See what you think next time, you know, you busy at work and you want to take a mint, see what you think about that, right? And see what you think about that experience. And I know, you know, you're probably going to continue to Yeah, alcohol is a very social thing in our culture. It's not necessarily a full-blown replacement of alcohol, but why don't you just try to substitute it and and see what you think? And so, I, you know, I never know if people are gonna do these things. (laughs) You know, I get on my little soapbox, I do my candor spiel, and like, you know, time marches on. So about six months later, I ran into this gentleman, and it was really profound effect. significant reduction in alcohol consumption could not believe that this you know little two and a half milligram oral consumption of cannabis was so powerful he had reported it took the edge off it produced a great level of sleep he was able to kind of feel relaxed after work um as a byproduct he shaved off some weight again you know you don't normally hear men talking about this type of issue so for me it was very powerful did he stop drinking entirely? No, of course not. Again, as I mentioned, sort of alcohol in our society, there's a lot of you know, social social aspects of alcohol drinking too, rather than just the effects, but this, this person was definitely on board with low dosing cannabis, and what made me really happy is that he was starting to share the story with other people and, and also telling them, hey, if you have any questions, go with Christy, because we, we know a lot of people in common, so that was very rewarding. Um, another story that I wanted to share was, um, I, this happens a lot, where people in my network will know that I'm, you know, familiar with this topic. Um, they don't necessarily have any kind of issue that they necessarily want to use cannabis for. You know, they don't have a medical condition or they're not using, you know, looking to use it recreationally. But potentially they have a, a parent who is struggling with some type of issue. And so I have two stories on that front. Again, um, these are just friends and associates of mine who knew that this was something that I had familiarity with. So the, the first story is of a um, um, mother of my friend. There's both mothers of my friend, uh, friends. One, a severe back pain, severe whole regimen of um, opioids and other medications she had a prescription for sleeping pills I mean it was a real hodgepodge there in terms of her medication regimen and my friend calls me one Saturday and she's like Christy like you know this is it's a 911 I've never my mom is delirious I, I think these medications are you know interacting with each other you know we're not really sure what's going on she's She's talking about how now she doesn't have a will to live. And I don't think that she would ever commit suicide or do anything that drastic. But she is just, she's out of sorts. You know, is there, can I come to your house (laughs) right now? Do you have anything that, you know, we can give her? And and unfortunately, I live in a state where it's it's acceptable to give someone um, a cannabis product. So in this particular instance, I happen to have uh, a capsule, again, Um, If you've seen the methods of administration segment of this series, you know, there's different types of ways to consume cannabis. So this was, uh, again, a capsule. It was five milligrams of THC. I gave um, her two capsules, and I said, you know, explain the method of administration. Start your mom just with one, and if she feels like she needs something more significant, she can take the second one and they called me the following day and it was just revolutionary again this isn't a situation where this woman stopped using her prescription medication so she still uh, she ended up subsequently having back surgery Uh, she still has back issues but for any of you have been sleep deprived or been in so much pain that you literally cannot function just simply getting a good night's sleep can really turn your spirits around and that was the story here and this is again this is someone who would not willingly ever have walked into a dispensary on their own held a lot of misconceptions about people using cannabis Um, this person is a lawyer in the state of california so definitely concerned about the legality of using cannabis and um, had such a positive experience. A couple weeks later, went to go get her medical card. This is before recreational use was approved in California. Went to go get her medical card so that she could secure her own cannabis to help with her sleeping. So again, really, really powerful story. The other story, again, of a parent um, who had a positive effect of using cannabis in low doses. This was a, a person who has severe arthritis and the arthritis is really um, destabilizing in the person's neck. And A 75-year-old woman, and um, it's so disruptive that it was disrupting her sleep, and she was starting to use sleeping pills and really not liking the side effects of the sleeping pills, feeling really groggy the next day, just out of sorts, and still not feeling very rested. So through a series of interactions with her son, um, we, you know, talked about it and I said, this is a person living in Washington. I said, you know, t- have her go to her dispensary, try find a product that has less than five milligrams of THC. I recommend, you know, product that w- starting out that would have two and a half milligrams of THC, see how she feels and what she thinks. And again, this is a, this is again, an elderly woman who was taking prescription medication for sleep, again, just to have a restful night's sleep based on her negative experience that she was having with arthritis. She, again, um, based on her son's recommendation, just of knowing me, she decided she's take, take it, you know, she'll, she'll just try it once, right? What does she have to lose? And again, it's just been such a powerful, positive experience. This is a woman who no longer takes sleeping pills. She's not um, taking cannabis in low doses daily, so that's not her regimen. Basically, whenever she has a flare-up in her neck, and she kind of knows now because she's been to the rhodia, right? So she's having a flare-up. She knows it's going to be a night where typically she if she did not take anything, she would have an awful night's sleep. She takes a small dose, 2.5 milligrams of THC, edible form of administration, oral form of administration, and has a great night's sleep and no sense of grogginess or anything the next day. And, and it can, of course, when you're administering something while you're sleeping, even if you were slightly concerned about the side effect profile, it's, it's, it's all kind of going down when you're sleeping. So you're not really going to, even if there was a chance that you might experience some intoxicating benefit, in this particular example, it's just going to help you stay asleep longer and more solidly. So those are just a few of the community stories that I've experienced and what really keeps me motivated to continue on this work as a cannabis educator and continuing to expose myself to the research and really try to ensure that people's experience with cannabis is positive positive and that it's a way to um, really get the benefits of cannabis in low doses without the side effects that people may experience in high doses.